0: Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. Hallelujah. God's gooder to us than we deserve. All right, let's go to John 14 as soon as they're done, and we're going to continue in our series on the Holy Spirit. I want to get to a particular point this morning that I believe will help you. I know it's been helping me as I've studied and looked at this. How many know that since the Holy Spirit is the one that was left here, we should know him? <laughs> you know? I mean, I want to know Jesus, and I want to know the Father. But how many know we know Him through the Holy, them through the Holy Spirit? Amen? But people say, well, I, I just, you know, the Holy Spirit uh, is mystical to me. He doesn't have to be. Because the Word of God is clear on how he is. We just need to make sure we exercise faith... And as we do exercise faith, the Lord opens up the realms of Scripture to our mind. He transforms the way we think. Brings us into an understanding of the reality of who lives in me. Who lives in me? If I'm born again, who lives in me? Christ in me, the hope of glory. What do I need to understand? I need to understand who I am in Christ. Any identity that the church has outside of Christ is a misidentity. You have a personality disorder. How many have heard of personality disorders before? People say, I went to the doctor. They said I have a personality disorder. Every person on the planet has a personality disorder. Including me and you. You say, well, I'm born again. That's good. You have the one in you who will put your personality back in order. (laughs) Right? We have disorder in us. What is Christ? What did he come to do? He came to put us back into order. The part of you that was changed when you were born again is your spirit man. Paul put it this way, and we quote it a lot here. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Everything old has what? passed away, and all things have become new, and all things are of God, verse 18, right? So that's in my spirit, man. Then people say, then what is my problem? Your problem lies in this and in this. You have an understanding that you've been born again, but Paul said you're to be transformed by the removal, I mean, renewal of your mind, Some people are like, Lord, just take my brain away. Why? We don't need Christian zombies. No, no, no. You need a renewal, not a removal of the mind. Now, there are things in your mind that need removed. And that's that old nature, isn't it? That's got to go. But you have weapons that are powerful, and they are mighty to what? The pulling down of... The bondage you're experiencing is in your mind, not in your heart, as a believer. It's in your soul. It's in that area. How many know Jesus is not in your heart with a bunch of devils? Just hanging out. What are you guys doing? (laughs) Just in this guy's heart. No, no, no. Your heart's born again. Jesus lives in there. It's your soul that needs renewed. And your body needs, this is a wonderful word, crucified. You need to put to death the deeds of the body, right? So John chapter 14, the Holy Spirit helps us in this. We've been given the Holy Spirit. We looked at a few different things. Uh, Actually, May 31st was the last time we talked about this subject. So about a month ago, John chapter 14, verse number 16 says this, and many of you know this. and, And Jesus said, I will pray the Father. How many know Jesus' prayers get answered? And he will give you another helper. Now, that is there's a lot of interesting truths here, but you need to know this. What Jesus was saying is, I'm giving you one just like me. That's what you need to understand. When you see another helper, you need to look at that and go, one just like Jesus is with me. So people say, I've heard this through the years. I've probably even said it myself. But I've heard ministers say, it. man, I wish I could just go back and walk with Jesus. Why? You have the Holy Spirit in you. And he is another helper, and you have not received a more feeble helper. You have received God, the third person of the Godhead. The Holy Spirit now is with you and in you. So Jesus said it this way. He said it is to your what? Advantage. So what do you say when the devil comes to you or when thoughts come to you that say, oh, if you could only have Jesus here, if only it was Jesus, if, if you only you, you need to stand up in the middle of that and go, no, I'm at an advantage because Jesus said it was better that he left so the Holy Spirit could come. I don't live in a place of disadvantage. Why? Because i got the Holy Ghost. I've got the Holy Spirit in me and with me. How much of a disadvantage are you at? I'll put it to you like this, and I've heard uh, different ministers say this, and I think it's very true. One man and God is a majority. (laughs) And, And the world will go, how can you have joy? How can you laugh at a time like this in the nation? How can you, how can you, how can you? Because my joy doesn't come from man. It comes from God. And I know how to deal with the news. Click. <laughs> well, we could die. Let me help you. You gonna die. <laughs> I heard this years ago. My dad gave me a tape when I was going through puberty. And it was, a, it was a doctor talking about puberty and all the changes, you know, that the body goes through. We're not going to get into that today, thankfully. But anyway, this isn't youth group. So, <laughs> and so he gave me this tape, and I don't remember anything on the tape except for one thing. This medical doctor said, the leading cause of death is birth. And I have preached that for years. That's the one thing I remember off that tape. And it was a tape, a cassette tape. How many of you remember cassette tapes? All right. <laughs> how many you remember VHS? I remember, how many of you remember you could have a VHS and a DVD player side by side in the same unit? Somebody said, got one. <laughs> How many have watched a VHS versus a DVD? <laughs> Holy smokes. DVD is the advantage we have with the Holy Spirit. Somebody say clarity. In other words, everybody's going to die. As Christ returns, your body's going to die. People bump along through life. Oh, I'm just, you know, planning for my retirement. And like they're going to live forever. You ain't. I'm not. But I've already passed from death unto life. (laughs) I've already made that journey in Christ. So we've been given the Holy Spirit. Jesus gave us another comforter. The Holy Spirit is called God. We saw that in Acts chapter 5 verse 3. And I'm not going to go there. We also saw it in Matthew chapter 12 verse 31 through 32. In Acts chapter 5, verse 3, you'll want to put through verse 4 as well. We also saw that his attributes are divine. In other words, he's eternal. We saw that in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14. I'm going to read this. How much more shall the blood of Christ through the eternal spirit? So we know the Holy Spirit is what? Eternal. Eternal. And this is where I want to pick up this, this, this uh, morning. The Holy Spirit, if you're taking notes, is omniscient. He is omniscient. What does that mean? He is all-knowing. He is all-knowing. And, and if you want to go back to John chapter 14, verse 26, and this is where we're going to hit this um, uh, heavy this morning, says this, John 14:26. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will What? He will teach you all things, and, and and this is even better, and bring to your... <laughs> so if you say, well, I can't remember, you need to say with that, but I know who can. <laughs> right? Because he'll bring what? All, he'll, he'll bring to your remembrance what? all things that Jesus has said to you. He brings it to your remembrance. I do this in conversation. Heidi knows, because we, we have this in conversation sometimes. She'll say, and, and I'll say this out loud, I'll say, well, I'm just not bringing that to my remembrance right now. I'm just not. And then I'll, I always say this, I consciously say this, it'll come back to me. I don't leave it at, I'll never remember that. And I don't go this direction either. I can't remember. I don't do that. Why? Power of life and death in the tongue. So you say, what do you do? Well, I'm not finding it in myself right now, but I have the Holy Spirit. And if He'll remind me, I do this. How many misplaced your keys before? Your wallet. I'm getting an interesting set of hands here. It's none of the teenagers. yeah they don't have anything yeah (laughs) how many have lost something important you wonder where is that thing how many know the holy spirit knows he does and you can put pressure pressure faith in him to reveal that to you Amen. Because what do we see here? The Lord said, I'm going to send you the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. How many know in Jesus' name we have the helper? He will teach you all things. How many know the Holy Spirit's a great teacher? People say, well, I didn't do good in school. It's your teacher. The Holy Spirit can speak Southern and Chinese. I was going for opposites there. Did it work? He can speak... Uh, Any language, he knows your educational background. He knows how you learn like the school system doesn't. God understands you. He shows you things. I'm telling you, I've been doing some work in my house, uh, just some different things construction-wise, that I I have not understood how to do certain things. And in my garage, sitting there looking at things, I go, Lord, show me. And all of a sudden, just inside, it, sometimes I'll walk off, it'll be a few minutes, idea, boom, just come up. And I go, I think that'll work. And you say, what do you do? I practice on a piece that is not the finished piece. Somebody say amen. <laughs> just to make sure I heard right. you know. <laughs> he brings all things to our remembrance. What does that mean? It means to suggest to the mind or to put in the mind. The Holy Spirit suggests to your mind what you need to know. I don't know about these kids. What do I need to do with this kid? Well, we've been disciplined in this kid like this. It just doesn't seem to be working. Holy Spirit. Well, I'm just, I'm having difficulty in this relation. Holy Spirit, this relationship. Lord, I'm having difficulty in this area of work with this particular person. The answer is not always, I need a different job. I know people are like, I've been fasting and praying about a different job and I'm getting no answer. Maybe you should pray different. Maybe you should say, Lord, not my will. People say, Well, that led to the cross. It won't hurt you. Just your flesh. (laughs) You say, how can you laugh about that? Because it's from the spirit, not from the natural. In other words, does the Holy Spirit have an answer? Come on, how many have done this? I've done this. You you go in circles and circles and circles. You know, it's like the Israelites when they came out of Egypt. They're just going around the mountain, going around. You feel like, I'm not getting anywhere. Why are we not getting anywhere? Stop. Slow down. Holy Spirit, suggest to my mind. Put in my mind what I'm supposed to do. Come on, watch this. Have you ever been in a situation where you're talking with somebody and you can tell it may get a little volatile? Holy Spirit, how should I say this? What words can I use? What inflection should I use? Come on, watch this. What facial expression? How many know in the culture that we're in right now in America... It's easy to start a fight. (laughs) It's easy. I'm talking about a natural fight, not the fight of faith. We have to fight the fight of faith, okay? But my battle is not against flesh and blood. My battle is not against Democrats or Antifa. It's the spirit behind Think now. Come on, we got to get this. Otherwise, our faith won't work like it should. Even in our prayers. If we want to be effective, we have to be led by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit knows exactly what will unravel the person in front of you that is full of death. They know, the Holy Spirit knows the lack of father or mother in that young person's life. And now they have an identity that is From a group that took them in. But it's the spirit of antichrist. And the love of God. In the last days. Will grow cold in many. Because of lawlessness. But not here. Somebody say not in me. Not in my house. Why? Because love never fails. There's strength there that we have not totally tapped yet, but we're tapping it, amen? So he brings to our remembrance 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10. Let's go over there to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I've been reading these, and man, it just has been so good. I don't know how many times I've read 1 Corinthians in my... I've been saved now for about 23 years. I don't know how many times I've read 1 Corinthians, but every time I read it, something new oh that's what that is oh i see that now it's just wonderful 1st corinthians chapter 2 verse number 10 so we know the holy spirit teaches us we know the holy spirit brings to our remembrance 1st corinthians chapter 2 verse 10 says this but god has revealed them to us what through his for the spirit watch this does what Now, we we talked about this a little bit last week, or uh, last week, on May 31st. (laughs) I'm connecting back to the last time I taught. He searches what? All things, what does he search? The, The deep things of God. Now, come on, let's put these together now. Don't lose your train of thought. The Holy Spirit is sent to you, he's a teacher he's a reminder and he brings it all to you from the depths of god this is why as part of the reason why it is vital that you understand that you are a spirit because spirit fellowships with spirit god is So you're saying, what are you saying, preacher? I'm not saying it. The Word of God is. Holy Spirit dives into the realms of God that you in your limited ability cannot get, fishes out what you need for that moment, and teaches you. And then as you're bumping along through life and you go, what was that, Lord? I, I, I seem to have slipped my mind. And He goes <gasps> right up to your mind, and you go, "Got it." Come on, you remember the movie Light Bulb? All the parents do. What was it? What was the What was the, what was the guy's name? Uh, Grew from uh, Despicable Me. Yeah, that's what it is. I am not despicable. All right, so. But he was, he was a, he was a uh, you know, they make a, 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 a guy who's a, a terrorist and a whatever out to be a good guy, you know, because he adopts those girls. But what did he say? He would always say when an idea came to him, light bulb. How many, have you been in a difficult situation, you're not seeing the answer, and then all of a sudden, you say what? I see it. Why? Holy Spirit turned the light on. He knows how to fix motorcycles. He knows how to cook cookies. And if he does lead you that way, I'll take some. And so, he knows how to work with you in your diet so that your body functions the way it's supposed to. He knows more than your doctor. Come on now, I'm not saying don't go to the doctor. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying let the Holy Spirit lead you and pray for your doctor. Holy Spirit knows the cure for COVID-19. I'm talking about in the natural. People say, well, we believe in divine healing. Of course we do. But there's a whole bunch of people who don't, and they need help too. (laughs) I'm not talking about the unsaved. I'm talking about a whole bunch of people in the church don't believe that God heals. You say, you want to keep them around? Yes. We love them. They're our brothers and sisters, amen? He teaches us all things. He reveals to us. To reveal means to take the cover off. Is that simple or what? How many have ever had, like, you've ever seen a nice... Uh, like an old-time car that's been restored. They leave covers on those, right? But when you lift that cover off, you don't know the details until you lift that cover off. And then when that happens, you go, oh, man, look at that car. Some of those cars are worth some serious money. They're valuable, right? So what is the Holy Spirit lifting the cover off of for you? The deep things of God. You have the Holy Spirit. He's in you. Amen? He searches. Searches means to investigate. It means to examine into. Uh, speaking of the Holy Spirit, he searches all things. Acting in the spirit of the believer. We know this from Scripture. And we see this in 1 Corinthians, which we just read, verse chapter 2, uh, two verse 10. The, the Holy Spirit searches all things acting in the spirit of the believer. What does that mean? That means that from God, the Holy Spirit takes information and downloads through your spirit. Do you know that your heart teaches your head? It's not the other way around. Your heart, because the spirit of Christ lives in you, brings enlightenment To your mind. It transforms your, he transforms your thinking, your mental. Come on, how many have read or seen or heard recently that your brain grows, develops, that you can develop new paths in it, stuff like that. Come on, your mind should be a Holy Ghost highway. Love thoughts just traveling through there. Redemption thoughts, your identity in Christ, just penetrating, removing, destroying, demolishing every stronghold of the enemy from the frontal lobe to the, whatever this thing is, the stem. (laughs) I don't have a doctorate in anything. All right, so, but I do have the Holy Spirit. Come on, the Old Testament prophets, they searched. Oh, I, I love this passage. Let's go to 1 Peter 111. I gotta read this one. Because there's two sides to searching here. And I'm not gonna get into detail on this one, but I want you to see it. 1 Peter 111 says this. If I can find it. It's on the screen, right? Searching. Okay, verse 10. Of this salvation, the prophets have inquired and searched carefully who prophesied of the grace that would come to you and me. Searching what or what manner of time, the what? Spirit of Christ, who was in them, was indicating when he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. So what do we see? We see the Holy Spirit through these men were what? Searching, digging, bringing out. What were they bringing out? They were bringing out truths that if people would search those truths, they would know when the Messiah showed up. How many realize the Messiah showed up? How many have the Messiah in your heart? Okay, If you have the Messiah in your heart, you now have the Holy Spirit within you. Now, I know there's a subsequent baptism of the Holy Spirit. We'll talk about that later. But listen to me. Listen to me. You have the Holy Spirit within you. He teaches. He brings to your remembrance. And there is nothing too deep in God that he cannot bring to you and give you example of an instruction in that you'll be able to understand it. I don't care if you're 4 or 84. The Holy Spirit can work in your children. Come on. The Holy Spirit can help you on test day. The Holy Spirit can bring all things to your Remembrance. Whatever the Lord can teach you, show you, bring to you, bring enlightenment to you that you cannot come up with in your own natural thinking. We have not heard intelligence like we should until the church continues to grow and develop to maturity in functioning with the Holy Spirit. And I will just tell you this, there are no answers in this world for the problems that we have. We're going to have to take them from another and bring them in. Amen? Because why? The Holy Spirit searches what? The deep things, right? He searches. He investigates. He examines the deep things of God. And then he reveals them to us. Or, as we looked at, he removes the cover from our eyes. Come on, what do we pray for those that are blinded? That they would be the blinders? That's what the Holy Spirit does. You say, how does he does it? do it? Through conviction. Somebody say this with me. Conviction is a good word. Yeah, it is. Conviction is a good word. So we see that the Holy Spirit brings all things to our remembrance. Well, I'm debating here which way I should go. Yeah, good word. He said, ask the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Come on and preach. I'll give you a mic right now. You... <laughs> oh, man. Go back up to verse 6 in 2 Corinthians. or Sorry, 1 Corinthians 2. Paul says this. And then I'll read it into verse 10. I want to bring this out, and I think this will be it. Paul said, "However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age. We don't speak the wisdom that is floating and came from this age." What is age? Imply, time frame, right? Age, time frame. He said, I don't speak the wisdom of what? This age. Okay, now, keep that in mind. Nor of the who are coming to... This is why in, the, in America... We have in God we trust. But, listen to me now. There's a whole generation that's been coming up for years that have been taught evolution garbage. They've been taught the wisdom of the age. Listen to me. They've been duped. This is why we need to preach the gospel. Because, see, the gospel is not wisdom of this. The gospel doesn't have an age. It's eternal. You you Christians, you're just so out of touch. You haven't evolved. Actually, we have the wisdom that came before you ever thought of anything. Actually, before you could have a thought, we have that wisdom. Because it's not of this age. So what about all these... Can you put that scripture back up there for me? What about all of these uh, uh, rulers today that are functioning outside of the wisdom of God? They are going to, and their wisdom will come to nothing. Nothing. People say, oh, I wish it would hurry up. Well, in comparison to eternity, it's moving along pretty good. (laughs) That's just our natural wants things to. So reading on who are coming to nothing, nothing. Verse seven. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The what? The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for his glory. Was it hidden? Yes. Now watch verse eight which none of the rulers of this age, what? And still many of them don't. That's why you and I are salt and light. That's why you and I must draw from the eternal and bring it to the now. Okay? Come on, the church can function in such a place of wisdom that those who contradict don't even know what to say. We see it repeatedly in the book of Acts. Somebody say, me. I can do that. By the power of the Holy Spirit. You can do it with the Holy Spirit's help. You, you, you can. Believe. You say, why are you so intense about it? This is my call to to help you believe who you already are in Christ Jesus. My call is not to become famous. My call is not to try and grow a church. My goal is, my call is not to try and just get a bunch of natural stuff together for the glory of man. My call is eternal. I am gifted, geared, anointed as a pastor to do what? To stir within you by the gifting of God the reality of the resurrection within you. And if you get it, then it won't be about just one person having an impact. The goal here was not to just have the apostles and then it all ended because the apostles died. The goal was not just, you know, the devil made a huge mistake when he killed Jesus. Because what he thought was ending something only multiplied it. That's the goal, to multiply, multiply, multiply. That you may know Him and the power of His resurrection. That you may come out from the bondages, the lies of the enemy that have entrapped your mind and step into the glorious liberty in Christ Jesus. So that the glory of God would not just be revealed in corporate presence, but on individual vessels who would be what? Filled to overflowing with the love of God. R.W. Schambach, you don't got no problems. You just need faith in God. In other words, you say, what was that all about? That's the wisdom not from this age. The scripture says, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would have not have crucified the Lord of glory. (laughs) They got done crucifying, and they're like, yeah. And then the third day, they're like, "Uh uh-oh. Wrong move. You know, I bet a bunch of the devils were sitting around going, you know, do you think our leader really knows what he's doing? (coughs) I feel like we made a mistake on this one. (laughs) Yeah, They needed a light bulb. But I guess if you choose not to see light, There's only one thing left. Darkness. Scripture says, "Eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love Him." Now, if you just read that scripture by itself, we could annihilate all the other teaching we just did. But you got to read it in context. Next verse, but God, our favorite verse here, has revealed them to. Say this with me. He's revealed them, to me. Come on! I don't care what you feel. I know him. Yeah, I got this. I got this. I know him. Why? Because I have the Holy Spirit within me. And your head will go. I don't know if you know. You say, "Shut up, head." I know him. I know him. But God has revealed them to us through His Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. Watch verse twelve. Now we have we have received the Spirit. We have received not the spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been what. Freely given to us by. Stop identifying with things that God didn't give you. You're not that. Well, my dad was an alcoholic and I'm an alcoholic, and I understand the pain. I understand the reality of those situations, but you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are redeemed. You've been purchased. Listen, I am not a pothead. You see, I know that. You don't look like one. You didn't know me before. Well, I just, and I thought, when I first got saved, I thought, I need this. Pressure would come on. Now, I never relapsed in that area. Pressure would come on. I'd think, you know, I could leave my problems behind. The problem is it also took my brain with me, with it. And you're like, I think I need healing in my head. (laughs) Because I always had trouble putting two thoughts together. I am not who I was. The Holy Spirit has, has been given to me to reveal the things that have been freely given me by God. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Yes, by his stripes you were healed. He is the anointed one who went about doing good and healing all who were, the, or, who were oppressed of the devil. You are blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed coming in, blessed going out. Come on. The windows of heaven are open above you, and the blessing of God is pouring out on you. Come on, you're a new creation. Everything old is passed away. The fruit of the Spirit now lives in you. It is your nature now to function within what? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The love of God is shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Spirit. You have been recreated, remade, made new. You have the nature of your creator on the inside of you. And the nature of Satan is now gone. You are no longer an orphan. You are not fatherless. You have the Father in heaven. Amen. Would you stand please? We're going to open the altars up. If you need prayer, if you're not born again, if you're not saved, you need to be. If you need to rededicate your life, we'll have, uh, if the altar care workers want to come up on both sides, we'll have altar care workers up here for you to pray with you, to minister to you. If you've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, that with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, you can do that. Get that taken care of. If you need healing in your body, peace in your mind, maybe you need direction, just the prayer of agreement. Whatever that is, you can come up after the service and receive that. If you're watching online, and you would like prayer for any of those things, please contact us, message us. If you go to our website, faithfamilybillings.com, or on Facebook, you can message us, but if you go to our website, there's actually a messenger thing that will come right up there. You can fill that out, and uh, we'll be in contact with you regarding whether it be salvation, rededication, any of the things that God provides. We would love to do that for you, so please do contact us. Let us know you're out there. We love you. We're praying for you as well. Father, we thank you for this service. Thank you, Lord, for everything you accomplished today. Glory to God, you're so good to us. So, Father, we bless you. We honor you. We say, Holy Spirit, you're with us. You bring all things to our remembrance. You teach us. You search the deep things of God and you reveal them to us so we will not cut ourselves off from your word to us. We say we receive the deep things of the Father. Whatever that means, Lord, for each individual. Lord, any need here, you know what they are, Father. And by your Spirit, I know you've been ministering to them, ministering life to your people. We thank you for the infilling of the Word. Lord, we will be doers and not hearers only. You are so good to us. We give you the glory. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. Amen. Well, did you get anything? God bless you. Have a great week. Don't forget, there's no youth this Wednesday. We'll be back next Sunday. And there are prayer people up here for altar care if you need prayer. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.